welcome to this week 17 edition of the PBWF, Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation, presented to you by the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, a show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. Joining me as always is the leader of the Mayhem brand, Mr. Andy York. Andy, another pay-per-view behind us. We are at the fallout, really, in the in the last third of season one. It's coming down to it, man. It is. We are building to our second to last pay-per-view. And, you know, I think our, our last pay-per-view is going to be very special, which we'll, uh, we'll yes. announce why a little later on. Yes. Um, but yeah, this is this is going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I, you know, I can't believe we're actually here. It feels like we just started, but yep. it also feels like it's been a while too. So like we're we're, we're in that stage. Was like, you can definitely feel this thing is starting to wrap up very nicely. Yeah, it's and like we mentioned last week, you know, we're already planning for season two. We're already thinking of what's going to happen in season two, but we got to finish up season one yep. first. Um, we're really excited about it. If you're just now checking us out, make sure you go back in our archives. Check out all of the previous PBWF episodes. They are audio only. So wherever you find your podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever, make sure you check it out. That way you can catch up because we're four months into this thing. And if you start listening now, you're probably going to be entertained, but you're not going to get the significance of everything that's yeah. happened yeah and you're, you'd be highly confused when you go back and listen to both shows this week <laughs> that is, that's true that's true because i don't know about andy but there are a lot of storylines that are starting to flesh themselves out yep. on my show yep. that literally began in episode one yeah literally yep. so yep. go back and check it out and follow us uh give us some feedback on social media and follow us there interact with us at pbw podcast on facebook twitter and instagram all right let's waste no more time andy let's get into it the mayhem brand is going first now for those of you who listen to the pay-per-view thank you for doing that you know that andy and i normally alternate in the direction we're going to go, but yep. for specific purposes. For storyline reasons. For storyline reasons. <laughs> Andy's going to go first on this show. If you did not listen to the pay-per-view, we're not going to tell you what happened. Go back and listen to it. Titles changed hands. Number one contenders happens. Swerves happen. Just go back and check it out. Yep. It's great. All right. Floor is yours, sir. 30 minutes on the clock. <laughs> the crack in the system. They paint me a villain. I'm back with a vengeance, like I'm a god. I can't be defeated. I am the reason, I am the source. I got a legion. The battle is mine. Do one to believe in. Break down the walls, open the doors. It's hunting season. This is what I am. I'm causing mayhem. Heaven to hell, freedom of jail. I will prevail. Cause the head of a snake, I'm in the field, shopping your steel. Hello everyone and welcome to PBWF Mayhem and what could be the biggest episode of Mayhem yet. We are having three number one contenders matches tonight. John Cena's open challenge is back and we are going to hear from Bray Wyatt but we are kicking off the night with our world champion John Moxley. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
And the world champion is making his way out through the crowd like he always does. Title in hand, championship in hand. As him and CM Punk went to war at Let's Rumble, walking away, still your world champion. Tying Seth Rollins' reign as champion, walking into tonight's mayhem. And he gets into the ring, and he has a microphone in his hand. He says, I told everyone exactly what was going to happen at Let's Rumble. I walked in as champion, and I walked out as champion easily. Now, I've run through everyone of importance on this brand, so who's going to step up and face me? And here comes Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and making his debut last night, Chris Jericho. Revision is here the three men are together, and Kevin Owens has a microphone, and he says, John, 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 you haven't faced everyone yet. In fact, it feels like you are dodging me. All three of us are better than you, and you just can't keep up with us. So any one of us could challenge you, and any one of us should be able... And here comes our general manager, William Regal, and he says, Gentlemen, gentlemen, you obviously didn't listen to me at Let's Rumble. You defied me, and you think that you get a chance to fight for the championship? Absolutely not. But I will give you the chance to earn your shot. You see, tonight, the t- uh, the- see, tonight two of you will be added to a number one contender's fatal four-way match, and you should meet who your opponents are for that match. Mm. And out walks Miro on the stage. And Miro, after getting the huge victory over John Cena a couple of weeks ago, absolutely deserves to be in this match. And the animal Batista is making his way out. He is still here on Mayhem. And he is ready to go after John Moxley and that world championship. And Regal acts like he's going to walk away, but he stops and says... Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, that's not even our main event tonight. You see, Moxley, I told you that you would be defending that championship tonight. And well, it'll be against this man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We know we heard that music coming at number 30 last night or at, at Let's Rumble. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are here. Are they on Mayhem or not? We have no idea. Kevin Owens is beside himself in the ring, furious about this. Moxley is just staring a hole through Roman Reigns. Roman walks out on stage with Paul Heyman by his side, and he just kind of smiles and waves at John Moxley as Batista and Miro are highly confused as to why he is here. Hopefully we can find some more answers. We have to take a commercial break. We will be right back. Mm, the plot thickens. <laughs> we come back from commercial break, and backstage, Renee Young is catching up to Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, and she says, Roman, does this mean you are officially on Mayhem? And Paul Heyman steps in and says, Miss Young, with all due respect, the tribal chief goes where he pleases. He goes where the money talks the most, and right now, that is here. So I hope Mr. Austin is paying attention and learn from Mr. Regal on how to acknowledge his tribal chief. (laughs) And we cut back to the ring. 
And Bailey is making her way to the ring after falling short against Becky Lynch at Let's Rumble. She is looking to earn the number one contender spot again to face Becky Lynch at her upcoming pay-per-view and her opponent. And Bianca Belair is here and she is ready for competition. This is the first time that she's had a championship opportunity since the beginning tournament going into the Conquest of Champions, and she is looking forward to this moment. MVP is by her side as she comes out to the ring, and the bell rings, and the two women lock up. Bailey tries to get the advantage early, but Bianca is way too strong and blocks her. Uh, she shoots Bailey off the ropes and hits her with a shoulder tackle. She bounces off the ropes and hits a somersault moonsault onto Bailey. Bianca pulls up, uh, pulls her up for the KOD, but Bailey rakes her eyes behind the referee's back. Bailey begins to take advantage to take Bianca down with a lot of offense. She goes for the pile driver. Bianca somehow escapes, but then she quickly catches her with the rose plant, covers her one, two. Bianca kicks out. Can Bianca get back into this thing? We will find out as we come back from, or as we take a commercial break. We come back from commercial break, and Bianca is trying to get back in the match, but Bailey continues to beat her down. Bailey once again goes for the pile driver, but Bianca hits a Hurricane Rana out of nowhere. She plants Bailey with a spine buster before climbing to the top rope and hitting a huge moonsault. Once again, Bailey rakes her eyes, though, as she goes for the cover, but Bianca can't see anything. Bailey rolls her up. One, two, Bianca kicks out again. Bailey turns around and gets caught with a huge hair whip from Bianca. You could hear that thing from the rafters before lifting her up and planting her with the KOD. She covers her one, two, three. Bianca Belair is the number one contender and will face Becky Lynch at our pay-per-view high voltage coming up in just a couple of weeks. And Bianca is celebrating in the ring, but then the camera glitches, starts to glitch out. The feed starts to glitch. And we are somewhere backstage with Bray Wyatt and the following. And Bray Wyatt is pacing and he says, I'm sure everyone is confused and shocked, but the truth has finally been revealed. The man behind the curtain, the Muppet, the puppet master has finally shown his face. Now you know who the true evil is. When the world was first introduced to Bray Wyatt, no one knew the power I had, the evil I contained. And I knew the sheep needed a face to feel safe. You needed a monster, a devil, a demon to understand the true evil. But it's been here since the beginning. Which brings me to you, Bill. You are the first of many and a long list of wrongs that need to be made right. You nearly ruined my career. You nearly finished me off. Now I understand you aren't the mastermind behind tearing, me down, uh, tearing down my empire, but you are the instrument used. And since the mastermind isn't here, you are the sacrificial lamb to be slaughtered for the sins of your daddy. You think you know pain? You don't. But you will, son. You will. As we fade to a commercial break. Mm. We come back from commercial break and a video package plays recapping the Mayhem Rumble, which, spoiler alert, if you didn't listen to it, Finn Balor won from the number one spot, will be going to the end of the line pay-per-view and facing the world champion of Mayhem. And Swerve Strickland walks out to the stage as him and his partner, Keith Lee, were unsuccessful in the Rumble, but had fantastic showings from both men. Swerve is out here. Keith Lee makes his way out as well. 
the pure wrestling champion. Still has some bragging rights. He is still champion as he is walking reigning? out. Longest reigning there pure champion okay. by far. Easily, <laughs> easily the longest reigning pure wrestling champion. The two men get into the ring. Keith Lee has a microphone in his hand, and he says, we both came up short at the Rumble, but we still have our eyes set on bigger and better things. And Swerve steps in and says, Lee, you're right, but it's not the same vision. You see, I know you're talking about those tag titles, but I'm looking at that championship on your shoulder. And I know that I want to be an MVP and Bobby Lashley are making their way out to the ring together. And MVP says, gentlemen, you seem to have forgotten that the almighty isn't done with you just yet. You both had the chance to join us, but you decided you were better off without us. We don't like being told no. So Lashley is here to make sure you understand your spot. And Lashley slides into the ring and begins to throw hands with Keith Lee as Swerve just kind of jumps on the turnbuckle watching both men fighting. He wants nothing to do with it. Lashley goes for a spear, but Lee pops him up into a spirit bomb from out of nowhere. Lashley rolls out of the ring, but Lee turns around into a super quick super kick from Swerve. Swerve dropped him. Swerve slowly walks over and picks up the pure wrestling championship as he stands over Keith Lee with that championship. He has made his intentions clear that he is going after that pure wrestling championship. Will that match be made official? We will have to wait and find out. We cut backstage and we see Renee Young is kind of walking through the backstage area when MJF stops her and grabs her mic- microphone and she and he says, McAfee, you think I'm done with you? Think again. I'm going to make you pay for everything. You better watch your back, bub, because I'm going to end you as he is screaming into the microphone. You just hear McAfee laughing on commentary as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break. And the number one contenders tag team championship match is up next with the bar making their way. The former champions losing a couple of weeks ago to the Good Brothers. The bar making their way to the ring as we got to wait for the long entrance. Hang on. Yes, we did. There's Seamus' white pasty skin. So, (laughs) Seamus and Cesaro in the ring and their opponents. The Street Profits are making their way to the ring. This could be a huge night for the Hurt Business as Bianca Belair has already become the number one contender for the Women's Championship. Could the Street Profits become number one contenders for the Tag Team Championships? As they get into the ring, Montez and Cesaro are the legal men to begin, and it is a very fast-paced, high-octane match. You can definitely see that with both guys getting in there, or trying to get the advantage early. Cesaro goes for an uppercut but gets caught with a super kick. Montez goes for a drop kick, but Cesaro catches him and begins to hit the Cesaro swing. Sheamus tags himself in in the middle of the swing and meets Ford with a bicycle knee mid-swing. Sheamus is standing over, over top of Ford and continues to lay in the shots before knocking Dawkins off off the apron with a cheap shot. Sheamus goes back over to Ford, but gets caught up with a roll-up. One, two, Sheamus kicks out. Sheamus is back up and takes Ford out with a clothesline. Dawkins is back in the ring, but gets caught with an uppercut. Can the Profits get back into this match? The bar have the advantage as we take a commercial break. We come back from commercial break, and Cesaro and Montez are still the legal men. 
Um, but we are coming back from break as Montez hits a huge dropkick onto him. Montez is crawling to the corner and finally makes the tag to Dawkins as Cesaro tags in Sheamus. Dawkins hits a back uh, hits back-to-back clotheslines followed by a belly-to-back suplex. Cesaro is back in the ring, but Montez hits a super kick on him followed by a burning hammer onto Cesaro. Sheamus goes for the brogue before dodges sending Sheamus into the corner. Dawkins comes in and spears uh, takes him out with a spear out of nowhere. Ford tags himself in, climbs to the top rope, and and drills him with a huge frog splash. Covers him one, two, three. The Street Profits are the number one contenders for the tag team championships and will face the Good Brothers at, at high voltage in just a few weeks. And we cut backstage, and we are in the locker room with Revision. Kevin Owens is still furious about Roman Reigns getting that spot tonight as Triple H walks in. And Triple H says, Kevin, calm down. It's going to be fine. Listen, even in this match tonight, we have the numbers advantage. So whichever one of you two, and you point to Jericho and Joe, whichever one of you two goes into this match and help Kevin win, then we will all be successful. And Joe very slowly gets up and he says, if I'm going to be in that match, I'm going to win it. (laughs) And Jericho stands up and puts his arm around Joe and says, don't worry, Joe. I've got Kev's back. They shake hands. Kevin Owens and Jericho shake hands as we cut back to the ring. And we are coming back for the open challenge from John Cena, who had a very, very strong showing at the Let's Rumble uh, Mayhem Rumble, just coming up very a little short in the match. Who will answer his number one? Who will answer his open challenge? We'll find out as we come back from commercial break. How much time do I have left? 16 minutes. Okay, we're good. We are back from commercial break, and Cena is standing in the ring. And CM Punk has walked out here, though he's not in wrestling gear. He's in street clothes, and he's got a microphone, and he says, Cena, we knew this was inevitable. There's too much history here for us not to have this match. But I don't want you off guard. I want you to know I'm coming for you. So in four weeks, at high voltage, it'll be John Cena versus CM Punk one last time. Cena looks at him, and Punk's in the ring, and he looks. Cena looks at him and says, Punk, this is the match I've wanted from the beginning. I accept. Punk says, good, because I want to be the man who ends the man. A Punk roundhouse kick, Cena dropping him to the mat. Punk is on top of Cena just laying in punches, busting Cena wide open. Referees and security are right here trying to stop him. Punk refuses to quit. Finally, they drag Punk out of the ring, but then he breaks free, slides back in, and hits a GTS onto Cena, busting him open even more. Punk is yelling at him, screaming at him. The fans are booing here at CM Punk. Punk exits the ring quickly, laughing and smiling. We have to we have to get order here. We have to cut to a video package package or something because Cena needs a lot of help and we cut to a video package of recapping the whole entire show last night and we finally have restored order and we got Cena some help but now it's time for the number one contenders fatal four-way match Mm. Uh, I'm missing the song hang on Kevin Owens is making his way to the (laughs) ring I don't know what's happening. It's glitched a little bit, but Kevin Owens has made his way to the ring here as he is part of this number one contenders match for the PBWF Mayhem Championship. And he stops on the ramp and he points back up. 
and Chris Jericho makes his way out next to Kevin Owens. It is just these two men that are going to be in this matchup tonight. Kevin Owens, or Chris Jericho said that he is going to help Kevin Owens get the win. We will find out if that is true when we come back from commercial break. I know I went to break on Jericho's song, but that's okay. It's fine. Everybody can get over it. Um, we come back from break, and Miro is already in the ring as his entrance kind of happened off screen because we don't have time to show everybody's entrance. And plus, we're all here for this. <laughs> that's right. Batista is back here on Mayhem, making his surprise return at Let's Rumble. And the fans went crazy, hoping to see more of Batista here on Mayhem. There goes... The machine gun pyro from Batista, who is fired up to be here tonight. The crowd is loving it every second of it. He gets into the ring. The bell rings, and Kevin Owens, sorry, and Kevin Owens and Jericho bail from the ring instantly. They want they want nothing to do with this match. Uh, they are by the announce table waiting and the, watching the two big men go at it. Batista and Miro lock up. Batista shoots Miro off the ropes, takes him out with a shoulder tackle. Batista shoots off the ropes, but Miro kips up and hits a drop kick, takes them, taking Batista down. Kevin Owens and Jericho are back in the ring and go after Miro. They continue to beat Miro down, but Batista is back in and double clotheslines both Jericho and Kevin. Batista has Jericho in the corner and begins to put the boots to him. Kevin is back in, but Batista quickly or starts... Moves out of the way, making Kevin Owens run into Chris Jericho and starts putting the boots to Kevin Owens on top of Chris Jericho. But Miro comes running in and squashes all three men in the corner before individually scoop slamming all three men's uh, all men's all three men. Miro starts to pull up Kevin Owens, but Kevin hits him with a low blow, and Jericho and Jericho and Kevin Owens begin to beat him down even more. Jericho and Owens are celebrating in the ring as we take a commercial break. What segment is this? Nine. Okay. Um, we come back from break. Jericho is hitting Batista with forearm, shoots off the ropes, but gets taken out with a spine buster. Kevin Owens is back in the ring, goes for the stunner, but Batista flips him around into a spine buster of his own. Miro is now face-to-face with Batista. The two big men start throwing bombs at each other. Batista goes for the Batista bomb, but Miro blocks it, flips uh, Batista on his back. He is going for the super kick, but from behind, Kevin cracks a steel chair over the back of Miro. He is beating him with that chair. Uh, he turns around, but Batista spears Kevin Owens out of his shoes. Batista turns around into a code breaker out of nowhere. He looks for Kevin and then realizes he can win this thing and applies the Lion Tamer submission on Batista. Jericho is going for the win. Jericho's knee is pressed in the head, uh, into the back of the head of Batista. He's about to tap, but Miro is back in and connects with a huge super kick, rocking Jericho off the ropes into another super kick. Miro covers them. One, two, three. Miro gets the massive win, and we have breaking news from Mayhem. Miro will face the winner of that championship main event tonight. He will face them next week on Mayhem. So whoever wins has a huge task ahead of them next week. As we cut to commentary, uh, Michael Cole says, next week on Mayhem, Goldberg will be here to respond to Bray Wyatt. Becky Lynch will be in action, and as I just said, the winner of tonight's main event will face Miro for the PBWF World Championship, but a match years in the making is coming up right now. John Moxley versus Roman Reigns. 
And John Moxley is making his way out to the ring. He is not as happy as he was earlier tonight. He is laser focused. He knows that this is not going to be an easy task. Taking down his former Shield brother in uh, Roman Reigns. John Moxley gets into the ring and he is staring down. He is doing the come on down motion. And here comes the tribal chief and Paul Heyman. Obviously, no Usos here tonight. Man, they may be here, actually. We don't really know who's here and who's not here on this <laughs> show. They may be lurking around backstage somewhere. And Roman Reigns slowly walks out onto the stage like he does. He is not here to uh, worry about time. He is here on his own time, and that is the tribal chief time on the island of relevancy. He is making his way out to the ring staring a hole at Moxley, smiling, laughing. Him and Paul Heyman are strategizing back and forth what they're going to do. There's power here somewhere. It's coming up. Yep. We blew our budget when we got rid of Cody. This is our power show right here. <laughs> John Moxley is pacing back and forth. He, is, he wants this match to start now, but you know Roman's going to make him wait. Here we go. Yep, here it is. And there is the pyro. Roman Reigns finally gets into the ring, and the bell rings, and the crowd is in a frenzy for this match. Uh, Roman tells the ref to wait, and he's calling for a microphone. He gets a microphone. Roman is looking around, and he goes, Mayhem! Acknowledge me! But Moxley jumps uh, Roman from behind. He is not going to have any of that here tonight and begins to take the attack to Roman. Roman gets a little separation and hits a Superman punch out of nowhere. John pulls himself up quickly and turns directly into a spear from out of nowhere. Covers him one, two. Moxley kicks out the last second and Roman is laughing and smiling. He is talking trash in the ring like he loves to do. Calling Moxley a paper champion as he gets on top of him and just begins to lay in the heavy punches. Moxley is already busted open and bleeding all over the place as Roman whips his blood, or takes his blood and wipes it on his chest, showing that he has done this. Roman throws Moxley out of the ring. Roman slowly follows behind him, just throwing him into the barricade, the ring post, the steps. He rolls Moxley back into the ring, but as Roman gets back into the ring, he's caught with a paradigm shift from out of nowhere, but Moxley isn't able to go for the cover. He's been beaten up too bad. They both pull themselves up and begin trading shots back and forth. Both men shoot off the ropes and hit a clothesline on each other. Who gets, who can get the advantage as we cut to commercial break? Six and a half minutes. Okay. We come back from break. That's how much I have left? Yes. Okay. We come back from break, and Roman is in control again. He goes for the guillotine. But Moxley somehow turns it into a massive X-plex. Mox locks in the rear naked choke onto Roman, but he is bleeding so bad he can't hold it for very long. And Roman escapes and applies the guillotine. Mox is fading quickly, but somehow he is able to escape. Roman quickly hits a Superman punch on him. Roman is set up for the spear, but he gets caught with a cutter from out of nowhere. Who will leave as champion as we take our final commercial break? We come back from break, and both men are getting their offense in on each other. Roman goes for the big boot, but Mox catches him and applies the bulldog hold, taking, Mo taking Roman to the mat. Out of nowhere, though, Kevin Owens is on the apron, and Moxley lets go, of the, uh, lets go of the hold and knocks him off the apron, but Moxley turns around into a second spear from Roman, and he rolls back into the corner. He goes, ooh -ah! Wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. There's no way he's actually here. Roman is Roman looks like he's seeing a ghost and he's waiting for Austin. He's waiting for Stone Cold. He's pointing. Come on, Paul Heyman is at the front yelling. What are you doing here, Austin? But from behind, Moxley flips him around into a paradigm shift. He covers Roman. One, two, Roman kicked out again. Jericho and Joe now are on the apron, and Moxley knocks both of them off the apron, but Roman is back up and hits a third spear onto John Moxley. He goes for the cover, but he sees revision and just begins to yell at them that he doesn't want their help. He turns around into a third paradigm shift, covers them one, two, three. John Moxley retains his championship here, but from behind, Revision is in the ring and begins to beat down on John Moxley. Roman pulls himself up, but then he gets caught with a Judas effect, and the three men are beating them down. The three men are going at it. What is going to happen? No way. Seth Rollins is here, and Rollins comes running down to the ring as quickly as he can. He slides in and begins a hockey fight with Kevin Owens. Jericho tries to get involved, but Moxley hits him with a paradigm shift. Joe goes to grab Moxley, but Mox moves, and Roman takes Joe out with a huge spear. Rollins, Moxley, and Reigns look at each other, and then they look down and see Jericho laying there. And Roman grabs him and throws him out of the ring. And the three men begin to tear apart the announce table. Roman yells, ooh, ah, as Mox and Rollins lift him, uh, Jericho up and hit a huge shield bomb through the table. Mox and Roman just stare at each other, though. They're, they are long from being friends. But they were just using each other here tonight. Roman just looks at them and then shoulder bumps past both of them as they were as they make their way out of the arena, off their stage tonight. They were on the same page, but they are long away from being friends. John Moxley has more work to do. He will be facing Miro next week for the championship. Join us next week for Mayhem. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. The uh, the Austin tease was amazing. <laughs> Love that. It was so good. Very good. I was... Uh, I was very pleased. Austin has friends nice. in high places. Austin does have friends in high places. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, reminder about the Chris Jericho trade for those of you who did not listen to the pay-per-view. Chris Jericho has officially been traded to the Mayhem brand for a superstar to be named later. Um, so make sure you tune in to find out that later. Um, but in the meantime, good show. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, we still don't know exactly what's going on with Roman Reigns. Yep. Maybe on Revolution we'll shed some light <laughs> on that a little bit. Um, but very cool for him to get a spot. First time Roman Reigns has been pinned in PBW or yep. pinned clean yep. in PBWF. Hmm. Uh, which is was it clean though? Uh, was it clean? It was cleaner than Chelsea Green holding his foot down. Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't like. It wasn't. There was a lot of shenanigans. There was a lot. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) He wasn't beat clean. That is true. That is true. He was not beat clean, but he was. Austin got involved. Revision got involved. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So very interesting stuff. Uh, We'll have to see how all that plays out. And again, just so you guys know, if you're listening to this and following along, season two is coming up. And we keep telling you we're planting (laughs) seeds for season two. Yes. Just remember that. Yeah. So anyway, good stuff. Uh, The Bray Wyatt stuff is really interesting. I'm interested to see how all that shakes out because I didn't say anything about the rumble, but like we saw the fiend thing happen where his neck got snapped and then Bray comes out and then it's like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait. (laughs) So still trying to wrap my head around exactly how all that's going to shake out. Yep. I'm hoping you're going to lay that out very clearly for us. It will be at some point. It will. Yes, it will. Okay, good. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) All right. Good stuff. 
I enjoyed it. Street Profits getting the dub. That was really cool. It'll be an interesting matchup between yep. them and the Good Brothers. Bianca like Becky again. Bianca Becky again. You can never go wrong when you have that matchup. As Miro Moxley next week. Miro, I'm anxious. It's really interesting. You're, this Is this your first world title match on, on a TV? A TV? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So it'll be interesting to see how that happens. Well, okay. second, technically, because... Tonight was the first one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. That, that makes sense. Okay, gotcha. Two so I'm doing two in a row. Yeah. Two in a row. I'm going wow. to AEW with it. <laughs> AEW all the way. All right. Here we go. 30 minutes on the clock for the Revolution side. And I have a pre-pre-intro. So okay, give, me, give me like 30 seconds. Just nod your head whenever. Well, I'm going to play the opening package. But okay, I got you'll, you. You'll, you'll see. I got you. All right, here we go. Before our opening package, we open to a video of Paul Heyman. <laughs> and Paul Heyman calmly says, Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. And tonight, you will all bear witness to the return of the tribal chief. That's right. Tonight on Revolution, in that very ring, you will be graced by the presence of the head of the table. Tonight, the world will hear from Roman Reigns. Don't miss it. It's the fallout from Living on the Edge. What a pay-per-view it was. Ton of things to sort out tonight, including, as you just saw, Roman Reigns will be live in person, announced ahead of time. Also, hope to have an update on our women's champion, Dr. Britt Baker, and we have an Intercontinental Championship Contenders match that would main event anywhere in the world. But right now, here they come, Bully Ray and Taz leading the Aces and Eights to the ring as I'm sure they're going to address the shocker of all shockers at the pay-per-view last week. Bully grabs the microphone and says, Ladies and gentlemen, I told you, I told you, I told you. (laughs) And now it's a reality. The number one man in this business, the brand new Revolution World Heavyweight Champion, I give you Tommaso Ciampa. Our new world champion. I cannot believe this is real, guys. Tommaso Ciampa is the man on the Revolution brand. Tommaso gets in the ring. Bully puts his arm around him and he says, Tommaso, I told you that if you put your faith and trust in the family, in the brotherhood, that the opportunity would present itself and we would lead you to the promised land. And that's exactly what we've done. Congratulations, champ. Tell us how you feel. Champa has the microphone. He says, Bully, you said opportunity. People talk about opportunity. They talk about overcoming adversity, adversity. 
They talk about wanting something to believe in. Well, no one's overcome more adversity than Tommaso Ciampa. And I've found what I believe in. And that is this family. I believe in the aces and eights. And together... Uh Uh-oh, wait just a minute! He's back! Johnny Gargano! We haven't seen him in about a month! Here he comes! Gargano grabs a mic. And he says... Well, first of all, I guess I didn't learn my lesson the last time because I'm walking right back into this lion's den. <laughs> but Tommaso, man, that gold looks great on you. Honestly, it does. But this is it, right? You can leave these guys now, right? Like, they, they got you the title. They helped you get to the top of the mountain. Playtime's over. I get it. All you needed was for them to help you win this title. Bully interrupts and says, Johnny, be careful what you're saying here. You like hearing all these people chant your name. You're going to be missing it for another month if you don't change your tone. (laughs) Johnny says, Bully, I need to have a conversation with my friend. Please, if you don't mind. He turns back to Champ and he says, Tommaso, it doesn't have to be this way, man. You're good enough on your own to be champion. You know it and I know it. And if this is repaying me because you feel like I was holding you back, then I'm sorry. But don't subject yourself to this low level that these guys are on. Don't drag yourself down with them. Tommaso, you need to be a fighter. You need to stand up for what you believe in and not be a scumbag. Champa has a mic and says, Johnny, did you not hear what I just said? I believe in the aces and eights. And Champa decks Gargano with the championship. The beatdown is on. That is the first contact the Champa has had with Gargano. But you had to see it coming. Everybody is laying in their shots on Johnny. They drag him to the outside of the ring. Champa grabs a chair, puts it around Johnny's neck, and slams him into the ring steps. What a devastating move. Champa grabs the microphone and says, Johnny, your hope is lost. Your faith is broken, and now your fairy tale is over. What a vicious assault we have seen. The aces and eights seem to be unstoppable right now. We're going to put that to the test. Coming up next, Beer Money will be in tag team action. All right, we're back. Bobby Roode and James Storm are in the ring getting ready for their debut match together here on Revolution. Here come their opponents, members of the Death Triangle. It's Penta El Cerro Miedo and Ray Phoenix, the Lucha Brothers. Bell sounds. We are underway here. Phoenix and Storm are legal to kick us off. Very contrasting styles. It's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. Lock up, series of exchanges, storm off the ropes, catches Phoenix with a diving forearm. Phoenix staggers back around, atomic drop, followed up by a huge clothesline by Storm, turning Phoenix inside out. Storm using that power, repeated stomps to Phoenix while he's down. They're close to the Lucha's corner. Penta starts reaching towards Storm, but Storm just slaps him across the face. It's going to fire him up. He gets in the ring, but he's caught. Spine buster from Bobby Roode. Bobby picks up Phoenix into a suplex. Storm catches him with a power bomb on the way down. Storm with the cover. One, two. Penta breaks it up at the last second as they roll to the outside. 
Wait, here comes Rude and Storm. Looks like a double suicide dive, but they're caught. Huge super kick through the ropes by Penta and Phoenix. The Luchas head to the top rope, going for that double Hurricane Rana, but both are caught in a powerbomb position, banged up against each other, and then powerbombed over the top rope to the outside by Beer Money. Devastating moves as we head to commercial break. We are back in this match. Towards the end, the Luchas have finally managed to gain control. Penta and Rude are legal here. Penta wearing down Rude, but Rude is trying to get back to his feet to make a comeback. Rights, lefts, shoots Penta off the ropes. Uh, Rude lowers his head to try to catch Penta for a spine buster, but Penta reverses. Canadian Destroyer right in the middle of the ring. The cover, one, two, but Storm is in to break it up. Rude heads to the corner. Penta charges in. Handspring going for the back elbow. But Rude catches him. Turns him around. Release German suplex. And there, Rude crawls over to makes the tag. Penta gets the tag to Phoenix. And here we go. Phoenix and Storm trade in blows. Penta gets him locked up. I'm sorry. Phoenix gets him locked up. Scales to the buckle. Goes for that triple jump. He arm drags him. But as he rolls through, Storm's up. Super kick to the face of Penta. Follows it up by a backstabber. He's going for the pin, but Phoenix is back up. So, or sorry, Penta is back up. So is Rude. I'm having trouble keeping up with it, folks. <laughs> the fight is on between these four. Penta grabs Rude, heads to the second rope. Looks like he's trying to lock in a package pile driver, but Rude shoves him back. Blockbuster from the middle rope. Storm's got Phoenix setting him up in a razor's edge. Could be looking for Eye of the Storm, but wait from behind. Wait, what's this? Matt Cardona and Brian Myers have jumped him. What are they doing? They have beaten down James Storm, and now they're putting the boots to Phoenix as well. The ref throws this one out. Penta and Rude trying to get in, but they get taken out as well. Mad Cardona and Brian Myers stand tall at the end of this. I'm not sure what to make of this, but they have certainly prevented us from seeing a finish to this excellent match. Cut backstage. We see the former world champion Adam Cole entering the arena. He goes into the locker room and he finds Fish and O'Reilly. Cole says, um, guys, thought we were on good terms. Didn't realize we had any issues. What happened at the pay-per-view? And O'Reilly says, well, what do you mean? Cole says, you didn't see what happened out there. Aces and eights had me, out, had me outnumbered, costing me the title. You guys didn't help me out. Fish and O'Reilly both stand up and Fish says, oh, right. That's because you said you had it taken care of. O'Reilly says, yeah, yeah, that's right. And you didn't need us. Typical Adam Cole. And they walk off. Adam Cole seemingly upset here as we head to commercial break. We're back and in the backstage hallway, we see Rude, Storm, and Taz not arguing, but definitely talking very loudly, trying to figure out what happened out there. Finally, Karrion Cross comes in, settles them down, and then behind them walks Dolph Ziggler laughing. Cross yells at him to mind his own business. And Dolph just laughs and says, you got what you had coming as he heads to the ring. Very interesting exchange backstage. Nonetheless, here comes Dolph Ziggler for our next matchup. He's going to have quite the challenge ahead of him, though. Here comes the Viper, Randy Orton. 
Should be a great technical matchup here as the bell sounds were underway. Of course, they're sizing each other up, really jockeying for position, you know, typical Randy Orton stuff. We progress in the match a little ways. Orton is just wearing out Ziggler with uppercuts, but Ziggler blocks one, goes for the backslide, pin, but only a one count. Both men to their feet. Huge drop kick by Dolph Ziggler. Rocks Orton to the ropes, but Orton with a return to center hits a drop kick of his own, taking Dolph down. Randy repeatedly starts stomping on Ziggler while he's down. Picks him up, puts him through the middle rope, going for that DDT, but Ziggler fights out. Now he's got Orton draped through the middle rope. Famouser on the apron on Randy Orton. He spills to the outside. Nice ring awareness by Dolph Ziggler as we head to commercial break. We're back here. What a back and forth match this has been. We've seen Dolph with several near falls, Randy several near falls. Who's going to come out on top? Both men fighting in the corner now. Ziggler with a big shot to create some separation. Heads to the top rope. Orton gives him a shot, though, staggering him. Orton goes up to meet him to the top rope. High risk, big superplex from Randy Orton. Both men are down. The crowd trying to will them to their feet. They slowly get up, exchange rights and lefts. Ziggler swings wildly. Orton spins him around. He catches him with that signature backbreaker that he does from behind. Randy Orton picks Dolph up, shoots him off the ropes, connects with that quick power slam. Puts Dolph through the ropes, looking for that DDT again. But again, Dolph breaks free. Sunset flip. One, two, kick out. Both men up. RKO from out of nowhere. The cover. One, two, foot on the rope by Dolph Ziggler. How is he in this thing? Orton gets Ziggler in the corner, sets him up in a backwards position, going to the top turnbuckle, looking for a back suplex, looks like. But he gets up. Ziggler slips behind. Repositions, zigzag from the middle rope. What a move. The cover, one, two, shoulder up by Randy Orton. What a fight this has been. Ziggler going to the corner. Looks like he's tuning up the band HBK style. Going for the super kick, misses. Orton with the RKO, but Ziggler turns it around, rolls him up, one, two, kick out. Ziggler immediately jumps on Orton's back. He's looking for the zigzag, but Orton stays on his feet, rolls Dolph off. Ziggler charges in. Orton pops him up. RKO in midair. The cover. One, two, three. That is it. Randy Orton, a hard-fought victory. What a showing, though, by Dolph Ziggler. The two men stand to their feet and shake hands as we head to commercial break. We'll throw back to 2012 there. <laughs> we are, I think it was 2012. Anyway, we are back here on Revolution. I'm Tom Hannafin, joined by Corey Graves and the Hall of Famer JBL. And here at the commentary table, we just want to update you on the condition of our women's champion, Dr. Britt Baker. Unfortunately, Britt has not been medically cleared to be here tonight as she has suffered a, con- a severe concussion and will still undergo further testing on her neck. So we certainly send out our... Well, wait a minute. This is the person we wanted to hear from. We need to get some answers from the hot mess, Chelsea Green. Let's figure out what is going on. Chelsea grabs the microphone and says, Shut up, Tom. No one needs an update on poor little Brit. The only update you people need to hear is from me. Now, I've seen the responses on social media and all that, asking, why, Chelsea, why? Why did you turn? Well, it's very simple. Wait a minute. What's this? 
Here comes Alexa Bliss. Chelsea Green looks very confused. Grabs the mic. And... Okay, okay, here we go. Alexa has a mic, and Chelsea says, what, what, what is the meaning of this? Alexa says, listen, Chelsea, no one wants to hear your excuses about what happened. We all knew you were slime, and it was just a matter of time before Britt figured it out, too. But unfortunately, she found out the hard way. And Chelsea says, okay, do you have a point to this? And Alexa says, as a matter of fact, you see, Britt, Candace, and I haven't always seen eye to eye, and that's pretty evident. Candace isn't here because of what happened to Johnny earlier, but I'm here, and what you did to Britt was cheap, so I'm out here to right that wrong. Me and you, right here, right now. Let's see if you can put me on the shelf, too. Chelsea laughs and says, don't tempt me with a good time. You're on, sister. Man, let's get a referee out here. Let's get this thing going. Chelsea and Alexa one-on-one right after this commercial break. We're back. The bell sounds. Fight is underway. Alexa, Luthez press, taking Chelsea down rights and lefts. Chelsea reverses rights and lefts of her own. Alexa rolls over again. Eventually, they spill to the outside. Chelsea throws Alexa right into the barricade. As she's getting up, Chelsea lines up for a stomp, misses. Alexa grabs Chelsea, tosses her right into the steel steps. Chelsea leaned up against the side. Alexa charges in for a meteora, but Chelsea gets out of the way. Alexa crash and burn into the steps. Chelsea follows it up, grabs Alexa's leg, slams it on top of the steps. Chelsea is taunting the crowd here. She seems to be in control now. She climbs up onto the barricade. What is this? Alexa comes to, though, knocks Chelsea off balance, falls stomach first onto the barricade. Alexa looks like she's going for the goddess DDT, grabs Chelsea, feet on the barricade, Randy Orton style, and drops Chelsea with that DDT on the floor. What a devastating move as we head to commercial break. We're back here, tail end of this match. These two women have exchange advantages back and forth. Chelsea has the upper hand, but here comes Alexa, shoots Chelsea to the corner, going for the handspring. Handspring back elbow, rather. But Chelsea super kick to the back of the head. Follows it up with a stomp. The cover, one, two, shoulder up just barely by Alexa Bliss. Chelsea starts stomping Alexa in frustration. Picks her up, sits her on the top turnbuckle. Looks like she's going up to meet her for a Hurricane Rana. Alexa blocks it, tosses Chelsea to the mat as she recovers. Alexa jumps off, code red from the second rope. The cover, one, two, Kick out at the last second by Chelsea Green. Alexa's frustrated. Chelsea trying to get up. Alexa, huge slap across the face. Follows it up. Basement drop kick. Alexa dragging Chelsea to the corner. Headed to the top for Twisted Bliss. But Chelsea gets to her feet. Leaps up. Bicycle kick. Stuns Alexa. Hanging her on the top rope. Chelsea climbs to the second. Lines Alexa up. What's this? A stomp from the second rope by Chelsea Green, but she is not going for the cover. She heads back to the second rope. Alexa staggers to her feet. I don't know how, but here we go. There's the Panama or Pittsburgh or whatever sunrise Chelsea wants to call it. She nails it. The pin one, two, three. Chelsea Green, a hard-fought win making a statement we'll have to see when our champ gets clear because i'm sure her eyes are locked into everything chelsea is doing right now as we head to commercial break 
we see a split-screen walk. Daniel Bryan and Cody Rhodes making their way out of the locker room to the ring. Our IC Championship Contenders match is next. All right, we are back. We see Dolph Ziggler in his locker room. He's taking his boots off and his wrist tape and all that. He looks up and approaching him is Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. Dolph says, can I help you boys? Matt says, hey man, no harm, no foul. We go back a long way. Just wanted to come tell you that we were informed that next week we've got a six-man tag. It's us three against Beer Money and Killer Cross. Dolph says, is that so? Well, I guess that's what you get for sticking your nose in their business. Brian says, hey, man, we're just looking for an opportunity here. We're looking at those tag belts, and Beer Money is a great place to start with the Aces and Eights. If we can get a win, it's going to go a long way. Dolph says, whatever it takes. I'd like to get my hands on Rude again anyway, so count me in. All right, big six-man tag coming up next week. But right now, here comes Daniel Bryan in a big showdown for a shot at Andrade in the Intercontinental Championship. Here comes his opponent, coming off a huge win at the pay-per-view over Sting. It's the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Man, it's amazing we have a pyro budget. Here we go. The bell sounds, ladies and gentlemen. This one's underway. The two men shake hands. Sign of great respect between them. And the technical masterpiece just unfolds. Headlocks, takedowns, you know, that sort of thing. Use your imagination. Brian shoots Cody off the ropes, drops his head. Cody goes for the uppercut, but Brian stomps him right in the face. Brian scouted that one out. Cody struggles to his feet, gets whipped to the buckle. Reversal, in goes Brian. Brian scales the buckle, backflip over Cody off the ropes, going for a clothesline, but Cody catches him with a power slam. Cody picks up Brian in a vertical suplex, just holding him up there, and then drops him face first on the mat. Cody heads to the top rope. Big flying elbow on Brian. First cover of the match. One, two, kick out. Not enough to put Brian away. A few minutes of rest holds here. Brian starts fighting back. Those martial arts kicks. Backs Cody into the corner. Brian starts laying in chops. Cody reverses, starts laying in chops of his own. He whips Brian to the other buckle, follows him in. Brian meets him with a feet to the face. Brian tosses Cody to the outside. Brian goes to the apron. Here he comes. Flying knee from the apron lands perfectly. We have to take a commercial break. We will be back with the conclusion of this one. We're back in the middle of the ring. Brian has the advantage wearing Cody down. Cody starts fighting back. Brian backs him into the corner to break the hold. Brian charges in, hits that corner drop kick, follows it up with another one. And another one takes Cody down. Brian head to the top rope, diving headbutt. The cover one, two, shoulder up by Cody. Brian heads back to the top rope now. Cody gets to his feet. Missile drop kick by Brian, but Cody catches the feet, turns it into a figure four. Cody's got it locked in deep. Brian has nowhere to go here. Brian trying to turn it over, but he can't get the leverage. What? Wait, 
Brian, Brian starts manipulating the legs somehow here. He gets free and he turns it into a heel hook. He's got a heel hook on Cody. Cody has nowhere to go now. These two men are fighting for position. Cody finally makes it into the ropes. Both men struggle to their feet. Brian charges in. Cody with a backdrop over the top rope, but Brian lands on the apron. Forearm to the face rocks Cody. Cody follows it up with a forearm of his own that rocks Brian. Brian is staggering on the apron. Cody, springboard off the middle rope. Disaster kick, knocking Brian to the floor. Cody follows it up with a suicide dive, but Brian catches him in Seguri through the ropes. Catches Cody in midair. Cody is draped on the apron. Brian grabs him, pulls him outside. Release German suplex from off the apron. What a devastating move. Both men are struggling to their feet here. Brian gets up on the apron first, but Cody grabs it from behind, hits a crossroads on the floor. Brian is laid out. Cody is laid out. Unbelievable. And the ref, the ref gets to a 10 count. The bell sounds. This one is over. It is a double count out here. What a shame that this match has ended this way. What a hard fought match. For these two, a shot at the Intercontinental title. We get a split screen backstage. The Death Triangle is celebrating. No winner here. What a match. We have to take a commercial break, but up next, Roman Reigns. Where's the boo button? We don't have one. (laughs) Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is finally time to get some answers from Roman Reigns. And, of course, with him are the Usos and the special counsel, Paul Heyman. Roman grabs the microphone and gets in the ring. And he says, you know, I usually let the wise man talk for me tonight. Tonight I've got other plans, though. Paul, if you don't mind, I'd like to get some things off my chest. You know, when this whole PBWF thing happened, Stone Cold called me up. He said he wanted me to be the first overall draft pick of the PBWF, which I asked him, how could he not? Is there really another choice? Anyway, we did some talking back and forth, and we determined that even though he wouldn't just give me the title, I had to earn it. So he would give me the first crack at the the title. And he did. I took care of business. I was the champ. Somewhere along the way, we gave some mid-card wannabe a shot at the title, and things went awry, and then Austin didn't take the blame for it. Decisions should have been reversed, and I should have been given my title back. Then, I was put in a situation where I had to beat two guys. No problem. Done it before. Look, stack them, all, pin them, all the things. I've done it. It's fine. No problem. But then things went sideways again, and Austin didn't make it right. So when I realized that Austin wasn't going to hold up his end of the bargain, I had the wise men make a few phone calls. He called up an old friend, and we made a deal. It seemed like there were greener pastures in the future of the tribal chief, and why did we do that? Because I'm Roman Reigns. I'm the head of the table. I'm in God mode, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. So yeah, I showed up on Mayhem. I caused some mayhem. But then I realized that I still have some unfinished business here. So Austin, I'm here. I'm back. What you gonna do about it? 
And then from on the screen, we hear, hey, hey, Roman, so great to see you. It's Austin via satellite. Austin says, now look, Roman, doctors have advised me to take it easy for a bit. It was a risk getting back in the ring with Cardona, and your attack did a number on me, so I'm not there tonight. So with that being said, I've got two announcements to make. Because of your attack, first of all, I've been asked to take an extended leave of absence as the general manager of the Revolution brand so that I can have time to heal. For once, I'm going to heed the warnings of the doctor. And with that being said, next week, there will be an interim general manager until further notice. Second of all, Roman, don't think I'm going to let you off the hook that easy. Because I've got a guy who's going to stand in and is going to fight for me. Someone you know all too well. Someone who's gotten the best of you in the past and someone I know is going to teach you a lesson. Roman, next week, you're going one-on-one with this man. Wow! Randy Orton has made his way out. My goodness, the general manager has called on the services of the legend killer. What news by Austin? Who's our new general manager going to be? What a main event we're going to see. Roman Reigns and Randy Orton next week on Revolution. We will see you there. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Interesting show. I liked it. Didn't like the double count out. I hate double count outs in anything, so I get why, but <laughs> I hate double count outs. Um, the Roman stuff is very interesting. It's yeah. very, very interesting. And um, <laughs> Chelsea Green. I didn't, <laughs> that's what, I'm sad no Jeff Jarrett also. Well, uh, well, you know... It's I'm, not the week before the pay-per-view, though. That's, so. that's true. <laughs> Just be patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. might show up. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I enjoyed it, though. It was, it was a really good show. I, I, Again, for those of you who are listening, you're like, why don't we get a finish to that? And, of course, Andy wants a finish to that. Just be patient. Yeah, it'll happen. We'll, we'll see. We'll there. Everything is always leading to something. We'll, yeah. we'll see. But, yeah, that was some fallout shows take the momentum of the pay-per-view like yours Mm -hmm. and really just kind of push it forward. (laughs) Yeah. And then sometimes you have to go ahead and reset to start upping to the next thing. And there are a lot of things where, you know, you hear what's going on on the show and you're like, what is this guy doing with this guy? And what sense is this? For example, Cardona and Myers get involved. Yeah. What's I? What's that all yeah. about? Well, let's 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 just see. Yeah, let's just see what happens. Yeah, I uh, I think it's easier also when you make like surprise debuts and stuff than like like uh, at the pay per view and then you can like build off of that. Sure. I mean Batista coming back, yep. Roman being back. Yep. Bray Wyatt kind of character change sure. type thing. Yep. But yeah, it's 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 not as easy to build momentum. When you're trying to also build new stuff, like when the right. when stories end at a show, it's hard to build momentum to the next show in some ways. It's like, do you make that the finale, or do you continue it, right. or you know what other piece goes into that? That's why I like to do like not all my stories will end at the pay per view. Right, some will end, others continue, and then we can kind of there is some new stuff with some current stuff sure. going on at the same time. So. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited. Gargano coming back and, of course, getting annihilated again. And we actually get Rebel Heart. That was nice. Uh, you're welcome. 
I'm not going away from that. That'd be a stupid decision. That I don't know why anybody stu- would do that. Why would anybody do that? I just don't understand. I don't either, yeah. Anyway. All right. For more on the current product, make sure you check out our Friday episodes uh, that we will give you everything, our thoughts on the current stuff that's going on. But for every PBWF episode, every Tuesday right here, where you, only where you find your podcast, audio only. So subscribe. Give us some feedback. We would appreciate it. Tune in next week, week 18. We are quickly marching towards pay-per-view number five. Hope you guys are digging what we're doing. If you're not, that's cool. Just hang out with us anyway. All right, for Mr. (laughs) Andy York, my name's Chris Belcher. This has been another edition of the PBWF presented by the Bye Bomb Wrestling Podcast, and we will catch you guys down the road.